typically I'm not a, a huge country music fan, but uh, hanging out with this uh, theater girl the other day, she was playing yeah, this how song. Old? That's irrelevant. And she was playing this <laughs> song, and I was like, oh, what is this? This is actually kind of fucking awesome. It's this dude who's, the song was, it's this guy named Luke Combs. I think the song is called Superman, maybe? But all it is, it's the chorus of it goes, like, when I get that beer can in my hand, I feel like I'm Superman. I keep drinking oh. until I can barely stand. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So I checked out this Relatable. CD at the library. And, like, he's singing all these, like, songs that, if you're non-cynical, non-problem drinker slash alcoholic, sort of like I am, then you're probably going to assume he's just singing about, like, a, a guy or girl that got away and who we loved or something. But if you actually listen to all these songs and you're a cynical, like, alcoholic problem drinker like I actually am, then all of them you can interpret as him just singing about his true fucking love, which is beer. And that makes them all a thousand oh, times wow. cooler to listen to. Yeah. Also, he sings a lot about Marlboro Lights, which I know you'd be a fan of that part. Back of in your Marlboro Lights? days. Yeah, right? I, actually, I was more into Camel Lights oh, than Marlboro oh, Lights, so okay. it's not really mine. That was what my dad used to smoke was uh, Marlboro Lights. Cool. He sings, he sings a lot of songs about those as well. Nice. I want to hear country music about vaping. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm actually post-vape. I haven't vaped in like four months. That's what? Apparently. You don't even vape anymore? No, it just kind of fell off of it. There Dude. was a vape shop near my apartment, and uh, then it moved to the other side of the city for some reason. So I just like have no convenient way of buying vapes anymore. Cause it was like right by the subway, like right where I got in to, uh, you know, right by the exit I was using to go to and from work. And, uh, then it just, it was gone. And that was, that was it. That was like the final nail. Like, yeah. Well, fuck it. I guess I'm going to get off the nicotine. Apparently. Fuck that noise. I know, right? Start ordering, a start ordering like patches or gum or something. Yeah, nicotine gum. Pipes. Start smoking like pipe tobacco. That would be cool, yeah. That'd be fucking awesome, yeah. Like a Do cigars. Sleazy college professor. Yeah. You should have restocked while you were here. Oh, I should have stocked up on those white claws. So speaking of country music, you were you you Sent me that uh, country song about White Claw. So are you like into just into country music now? No, I didn't listen to that song at all. I just saw the title of it and I was like, oh. fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> What's your stance on this White Claw thing? Like, what, what do you think about it? What's your real opinion? I've never tried them. Oh, really? Why not? It's, more, it's, like, it's like the Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's like a girl drink, I think. I don't think dudes drink them, really. It, they seem to because they said there's no law without the claw. Or no, there's no law when you're drinking the claws, what it is. Yeah, I think it's when you drink yeah. claws, there's no laws or something. Yeah. Whatever rhyme words. Well, it's like some kind of alcoholic seltzer for, so if you want to lose weight you and and still drink a lot. I don't, no, uh, no. You can get it's this. Like, it's like sugar water flavoring, isn't it? Like, so it's not going to be healthy. Like, I don't know what seltzer water is. I know it's like that little croix shit and I've never drank it or tried it. But, uh, I mean, 
if I want water, I'm just gonna drink real normal water, which is cold and refreshing. I don't know what the fuck what? seltzer water. What difference is that? Like it probably like makes the water taste like fruitier and grosser, right? That's all it does. No, it's a uh, seltzer water. Is I think it's the bubbly water. It's just it's just like you carbonate water. That seems like an unnecessary step. Or is that soda water? Is that the same? I'm, actually, I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know about these. <laughs> yeah, what know. is it? If I want tonic water, has I a just flavor to drink it. Drink it from the tap. I know. I know. Tonic has a flavor to it. I've been. I was on a G and T kick. Yeah. A little a few months like last year. So I know what tonic is, but I guess seltzer. I'm not sure. But I, I like the memes of it, though. So I'm kind of into it. Have you seen the one that's like a? It's like a. Fuck, is a white claw flavored Pop Tarts or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, oh, holy man. shit! How far everyone, is this meme gone? Everyone loves Pop Tarts. I was just, I just learned of this meme, and uh, you're saying the meme, but a meme is like yeah. one individual picture. You're not being specific in any fucking way whatsoever, dude. I have no clue what you're talking about. The meme. No, the meme. The meme one. is the is the idea as well. It can be considered the idea. No, fuck, no, fuck that. A meme is a single photo that has been doctored to look retarded and make a shit joke. That is what a meme is. Then how do you explain knowyourmeme.com having a having a page titled White Claw Hard Seltzer? Hmm? How do you explain that? That's a subject. That's an easy search engine. Yeah, tool. it's a meme. It's not a meme itself. <laughs> It it's says uh, online, online, the prevalence of the beverage has led to memes and parodies, which characterize yes, memes, those who drink plural. it as normie Meaning and slightly obnoxious. Meaning multiple doctored photos. <laughs> a meme uh, is not whatever. an idea. It's a shitty photo. It's an individual photo. So you can't refer to it as the meme and expect anyone to know what the fuck you're talking about. I think you're just a It's the concept. It's the way of the fucking internet. life is what it is. <laughs> If you're specifically talking yeah. about the no laws when drinking claws rule of thumb, and you're talking about a way of life, my friend. <laughs> back in your day, back in my day, back in my pictures. day, <laughs> we wanted to uh, have no laws and drink the claws. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you had to buy it from the newspaper and read yeah, about it there. You had to walk 15 now miles in the snow. Go to the convenience store like a fucking boomer <laughs> instead of ordering it on Amazon. Yeah. Back back in my day, last summer, before they're all cool and trendy. <laughs> I, I'm into it. I wanna I wanna try this. I, I really want uh, I, this. I sort of hate them. So I sort of love them, and I sort of hate them because like we do sell them at work at the bar. And uh, oh, there was yeah? a show Whoa. last week. There was a show last week. And there was this girl who was like front dead center, and like she and her buddy were there. And they were totally cool, totally fine during the uh, two opening acts. And then right before the headliner comes on, uh, the girl runs to the bar. She she somehow, the two of them have three white claws apiece. And like they were in the front row okay. and it was, it was like a, a, like, like a OAR type of band, like a, a mellow, All like right. just poppy, like, hey, we're some pretty guys that were just singing with acoustic guitars and what's up girls. Like that kind of band, like nothing like cool or uh-huh. anything. Like, so no one was crowd surfing. And I was all, the only one on the barricade, just making sure people didn't like dick around and get too close and shit. That was it. But uh, they just chug three white claws apiece. And they'd Whoa. been drinking some like other stuff earlier in the night and like plastic cups. I don't know what the fuck it was. It might have been like mixed drinks, I'm assuming. 
but just out yeah. of nowhere, it hits this one girl, and she just like is standing still, blackout drunk. Like the lead singer is trying to talk to her <laughs> for like twenty minutes just to like check on her to make sure she's okay and not dying, and she's just turned around facing the rest of the crowd, like taking selfies with her phone of like her talking to people in the crowd behind her, not even paying attention to this like lead singer of this like band that she was so fucking in love with that she had to like get front fucking front and center to like watch their show and then she missed the entire like set and like she missed the entire time that this dude's trying to talk to her so (laughs) i kind of love white claw just because they have that kind of power it seems that really uh is convincing me that i do really like white claw but i hate how much what's the alcohol content on those do you know it's like five it's like a bud light oh geez wow okay but it's like diet coke you can like Drink as much as you want without gaining weight, right? I see. That's the part I'm. I'm thinking you're. I don't think that's in any way correct. I think that's what it is. Because it's like weight. sugar. It's, it's sugar flavored water, is what it is. It's fruit flavored <laughs> water. So there's no way yeah. it's in any way healthy. Like all it is is like sugar water. I'm thinking with alcohol. So, do you think it's healthier than four loco? Nothing in the world is healthier than four loco. Yeah, it kept you awake while forcing you to fall asleep. <laughs> like how could yeah, anything awesome. be more healthy than that exactly it's the most efficient way to drink yeah because you can't stop and it won't let you stop it keeps you alert while also numbing all your senses it's like a win-win <laughs> I mean I can't think of a more healthy example of a drink right you know you drink four loco uh, or a white claw and it'll turn you into a Psychopath, one of seven. Correct. We haven't, we haven't even introduced ourselves yet, so I don't think you need to waste your time with this. Yeah. So let's 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 get this let's get this train moving. It's Daniel Burbank. Hit it. Welcome once again to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm the Batman of this uh, hosting team, Dave. And I'm the and here's Superman my little boy of the wonder team. himself. <laughs> I'm Donnie. That's right. Why am I the boy wonder? <laughs> I think I'm the Superman. Nah. You're the like cunty Damian Wayne version of Robin. What the fuck? You're always playing those wrong uh, applause meters and shit by accident on purpose. Oh, it's definitely uh, by accident. You're all full of yourself, like Damian Wayne style. Hell yeah, sure. You'd be knocked down a peg. I am pretty great. What do you guys think out there, the listeners? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Our live studio audience. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. You guys got to... Simmer down there. All right, thank you for cutting it off immediately and abruptly. It's almost right on cue. <laughs> yeah. You guys are real synchronized. All right, anyway, today we're going to be talking about Seven Psychopaths and uh, Daisy Cutter, The Last Train, and Preacher, Season 4, the first two episodes. So, what do you want to talk about first? I'll let you pick. Okay, 
Let's talk about Seven Psychopaths first, then, because that's the page my notes are on right now. So right. let's let's play that play that whistle. All right, Seven Psychopaths. There we go. No trains in this, disappointingly. So that's the first note I have. Yeah, that was very upsetting. Because back then, like this is this takes place in World War II times. Trains were a little more popular back then. Especially if they're in Germany, they had they even had like Holocaust trains. Like we didn't even see any of that. And we're looking at psychopaths too. So what the fuck? No trains to to be seen. Yeah, I would have would have been cool if they had at least like one. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, what what did you think of this book? So I have no idea how this thing is tied into the movie, other than just by the title. Because, all right, so yeah. this was like a World War II, like, it was a team of seven psychopaths, but it's not anyone from that movie. Because I remember, I talk about how, like, little of that movie I remembered, but uh, that movie took yeah. place in, like, modern day, or, like, it was, like, early 2000, like, 15-ish, but it was taking place in modern day then. Like, it definitely wasn't a flashback to, like, World War II Nazi-era Germany. So I have no idea, like, what the fuck the connection is other than just the fucking title, Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, I looked into that movie. I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch this movie. I read the description, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is, like, completely different. I remember it was a, a solid movie, and, like, Sam Rockwell, like, Woody Harrelson, Christopher Walken were all in it. I remember oh, liking oh, it Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, it, that's right. Yeah, like, it has zero to do with whatever the fuck this was. So. I was yeah. very disappointed with that. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't really that into the book either, but not even because of the movie. I just thought it was a really weirdly paced, and uh, I, I don't know what the point of it is, to be honest. Yeah, it, all it is is like a, a three-part miniseries where uh, this, I think he's a British commander in the army, is... Uh, he gets a note from someone yeah. in a psychiatric ward saying, hey, I have this brilliant idea that'll stop the war and win it for you guys. And so he goes and meets this patient, and that guy's like, oh, I have this perfect plan, but we need to get these seven psychopaths, and you have to let me be in control of this team. So they go and they recruit <laughs> seven crazy psychopaths, and they form a team, and they go to try to stop Hitler, and it doesn't actually happen in the course of the three books. And this is just like absolute nonsense too. Like, who would who would fall for that plan? Uh, the guy, by the way, from the psychiatric ward, looks like the old dude from uh, the Strain. I was uh, kind of imagining that guy. With <laughs> he that. does kind of look like David Bradley, yeah, yeah. And he's like just just like talking about uh, this insane bullshit. Like he's super serious. Just like in The Strain. Yeah, I was going to say, like, in the first episode of The Strain, when he's trying to, like, warn Ephraim about, like, vampires and bullshit. They just, like, what the fuck is the matter with you? The cops, like, throw him out. They're like, yeah, this guy's crazy. Get him out of here. I think this guy is actually crazy, though. I think this this plan is stupid. He's like, it has to be seven, because it's always seven in, like, the books. You know, you have to have seven for it to work. If you don't have seven, the plan won't work. It's very important that it's seven. And it's like, that's the only reason is because he read about it in the book, in in books and stuff. It's like, oh, seven. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And like, and immediately. So, I mean, they don't even start on their mission. They're just like recruiting people for the first book and a half. And then yeah, once they do that actually pissed finally, me off a lot. Once they do actually finally like go out on the mission, 
immediately one of the team members gets killed because he like turns on everyone <laughs> and starts shooting everyone in the knees. And then yeah. they have this one awesome character who's on their team who's like he somehow got himself bombed. And so like his entire face is just like charcoaled off. But this guy is just like this walking monster that can't die. He's sort of like a Solomon Grundy, I guess. But he shoots that guy like in the gut shots him like two or three times to take him out first. And then as he's like getting ready to throw the lady Susan out of a plane, I think he the monster guy just walks up from behind him and just like stabs him in the face with a knife. And he's badass <laughs> as hell. And then for yeah. so they all jump out of the plane because it gets shot down. The uh, doctor guy or the psycho patient who was like, it has to be seven. He's like, well, now we're all well, on our own. It. So, yeah, like, <laughs> like, immediately. It was so this fucking is when important. your plan should start going into action. But immediately he's just like, it's everyone for themselves. Fuck you guys. We're out. <laughs> I know. What the fuck was that? He made such a big deal about it, too. It's like, well, hey, yeah, to, it's not seven. Remember, now. Isn't he that was a, problem? a patient in a psychiatric ward, so he's clearly not yeah. well himself. <laughs> Is he? Wait, was it seven, including that guy? I think he and the other guy were a part of the seven because uh, there's the okay, lady so... sar- sharpshooter. There's the uh, monster warlord burn victim guy. There's the uh, yeah. master of disguise. There's the guy who was pretending to be crazy, but he was actually like a master strategist. And then there was yeah. the uh, the guy who pretended to be suicidal to get on the team and ended up killing, getting killed on the plane. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. five, and then those two were the other seven, or the other two to make seven. Okay, so yeah, so it truly is only six. So you guys are fucked. Should be called six psychopaths. I but guess. I mean, they're all. I assume their plan had like all seven of them together after a, like a safe plane landing. They didn't expect that it was going to get shot down in the middle of the, on their way. So like none of them were together. It's uh, the old guy, the leader guy who had to have the seven. It's him and the master disguise guy are together. No one else is with them. The lady is all on her own. We don't see any of the others until like later on in the book. We have no idea if any of them have even survived. There's the, uh, the guy who I think was the general or the colonel, whatever, the guy in the army, he's, I think he's dead, but his body is just stuck floating around for parts of the book for some reason, because he keeps getting caught in, like, updrafts. So, yeah, I, mean, that, I, I don't understand that. He's just flying this, around the world endlessly in a parachute. What the fuck? It was just an insane collection of just dumb, nonsense bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't it, like this book. It was not great, yeah. No. And why, why is, like, making disguises considered a psychopathic behavior? That guy seemed very no, confident nurse, about he, he doing that. He had narcissism that. or something, that's what makes him a psychopath, I guess? Like, extreme narcissism. narcissism? Yeah. What's so bad about that? I'm the greatest person there I ever mean, lived. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I'm fine, and... Yeah. Yeah, your name is Stu the God on Twitter. And Instagram, so you could be part of this fucking team. Snapchat, everyone yeah, on everything, yeah. Books, yeah. Well, I can see the church. Yeah. It's going to be in the psychiatric ward. One of these days. They're shooting into if I can, Germany. If I can learn day, yeah. to like make disguises out of charcoal, <laughs> like uh, William Young can, then maybe yeah. I will be. <laughs> Keep practicing. I'm trying. Well, I like, I like that that guy, he and the doctor who are together, uh, he somehow immediately like, crafts a Hitler disguise out of nothing 
And so the two of them yeah. like get together to like this uh like Hitler doppelganger retirement home type thing or something where it's like orientation for like doppelgangers of Hitler basically. So they walk mm. into this room of just like 30 dudes posing as Hitler and uh the doctor just murders all of them. And then after that happens, William Young just stabs him and he's like, "Sorry man, but I can become the most beloved man in all of Germany and run this place." So he decides he's going to turn evil and just become the new Hitler. So maybe yeah. that's why he's a psychopath cuz I mean, well, I mean, you know, it'd be cool to be a dictator. I guess Hitler is probably the the worst one to be, but um, you know, just being the the big guy in charge is kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, they mentioned like, oh, the real Hitler, he died ages ago. It's all yeah. been doppelgangers apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess everybody's just been taking turns. Oh, and that burned up guy turns out he was a Nazi too. Well, no, so he, like he, uh, he randomly becomes sides. a warlord. Like like I think it's only <laughs> yeah. seven days since like the plane was shot down or something, and that's the next time we see him is like a week later. And so the lady, she missed a shot to snipe one of the Hitler doppelgangers and just shot off his hand. And she had to make yeah. a run for it because they're gonna find her location and stuff, and she wanted her child to be safe. And so she randomly like finds this uh, group of guys who are uh, not Nazi war guys or uh, soldiers or whatever. And so she pretends to surrender, hoping that they'll think she's a civilian. And then they're like, oh, we better ask the boss first, see what he says before we kill her. And it turns out it's the uh, burn victim who somehow has now just decided to fucking join the Nazis. Because they said the reason <laughs> yeah. he was going to like follow suit and join their team when they first recruited him was because he wanted to get revenge against all the Nazis because they must have been the ones that like burned his face and probably killed his loved ones or something. But I don't know how he goes from that to now just joining up with them just for the fuck of it. Like, that makes zero sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the book just kind of ends with uh, the doppelganger becoming Hitler. And then it's like, oh, that's it. <laughs> see, like, see you later. See I you never. I don't know why they had to force so much shit into just three books. And if, if yeah. they knew, like, they only had three books to work with, why would you waste one and a half of those books explaining your entire recruitment policy for your team? Like you have way yeah. too much shit, like just left unanswered at the very end. Like, yeah, like it was just piss poor time management here and uh, a waste of space. Like they did not use what resources they had and like what yeah. time they had allotted to them properly. I think. Yeah. They're talking to HR and going over the interview questions and everything. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's all I had to say about this book. I didn't like it. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a thousand skip percent skippable. Uh, yeah. I cannot not recommend it enough. I remember the movie was funny and kind of cool. I haven't seen it in like 30 years. So maybe go and watch that. That'll be a way better version than this book. Right. So you ready for some reviews? Speaking of the movie. Uh, no. Why didn't you get reviews of the book that we read instead? Well, I did, but oh, uh, I'm, okay, then. Yes, I'm just yes, going to play the goddamn drop. Read some fucking reviews, you, you cuck. Then? I don't know. <laughs> Trying to transition. I don't know why I ask. Uh, the first review that I have about this book was one star, which is also the title. <laughs> and the it's description not the movie. is, 
I thought I purchased the movie, which is what I wanted, <laughs> not a comic book. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> Reading is hard. I can't read descriptions. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that guy's my favorite. Yeah, exactly. All right, anyway, this one is about, first of all, it's three stars. The title is Keep Your Expectations Low. I love Sean Phillips' work and the team-ups with uh, his writers. I know it says in the vein of Inglorious Bastards, and that is correct. If you mean is that, this is shitty grammar here. I'm going to be a grammar Nazi speaking of Nazis again. If you mean is that they go on a mission to kill Hitler, and that is it. I knew you were going to be. That's why I picked this book. (laughs) Yeah, right. I guess my expectations were pretty high. A neat concept that just didn't come off right. The pacing of the book is very frustrating. It starts with the initial setup, and that is cool. And then it hits the gas, and it's a sprint to the end. I did like some of the ideas that take place in the book. And it is very clever. The book just needed about 25 more pages to make it a more filling story. It felt too rushed at moments. If it were a bit longer and told the story more detailed, I would care for this book a lot more. Sorry, Sean. So there you go. This guy agrees with us. That's yeah, a like, very same sentiment. Accurate. Uh, definitely either needed a lot more time to uh, once they got the plan into action, or it needed a lot less yeah. time spent on like the recruitment drills and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that goddamn, like, getting the band together thing. So fucking irritating. So speaking of, um, speaking of trains, we, we mentioned trains at the beginning, how there were no trains. Uh, this book does have a train. So let's move on to Daisy Cutter, The Last Train. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trains. That one was the worst one. Why? As good as <laughs> your one, one earlier was, that was the worst <laughs> one ever. That was so forced. That was so forced. Yeah, it was forced. <laughs> it was forced. Oh, man. All right. What did you think of Daisy Cutter? So, okay, so you said you, you could only get half so, the issues yeah, alone for this, right? I was issue accessing all four volumes okay. of this book. I, I got numbers one and three. I could not okay. get two and four to load for some odd reason. Shit. But what I saw, I enjoyed very much. I thought it was really cool. I love the artwork. The artwork in this is fucking amazing. Like, it's just yeah. so simple and, like, like, at parts I couldn't tell if, like, Daisy was supposed to be, like, a, a 12-year-old, like, child pretending to be, like, a cowgirl. Oh, yeah. If she was an adult. But, like, they kept talking about her as if she was, like, the most badass, like, killer of all time. So I was like, oh, she's probably sort of an adult or close to it. But no, she has to be an adult because she was married to the sheriff at uh, oh, really? at one point in the past. And they're like divorced and stuff. And she's basically retired from uh, robbing trains. So she's got to be like adults. But yeah, I agree. She does. She did look like she was 12 or something in a lot of those panels. But other other than that, like I thought the artwork in it was fucking top notch. Like some of the best I've seen in any of these things we've read, I think. Yeah, it was pretty good. This this book takes place in like sci-fi old west, which is a uh, sort of interesting cowboy towns with robots and shit in it. Yeah, like uh, they go to the uh, casino nights, and all the robots are dealers, and there was <laughs> yeah. a uh, a pair of cowboys trying to like hire her to 
rob another train for their boss with them. And the guy's partner was a robot. She was saying some anti-robot inflammatory comments. Yeah, she's racist against robots. That's pretty yeah, funny. Speaking of that card game, how did you like that uh, WikiHow article that they copy-pasted into the book? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was fun. I like They're that. They're just like explaining the rules in great detail about yeah. how to play fucking like uh, uh, Texas Hold'em. pages of how to play Texas yeah. Hold'em and like what to do in what scenario. Yeah, that was fun. I'm, sh- I'm certain if I go to WikiHow, I'm going to find that word for word just in there. But uh, yeah, that was really fucking weird. What is this, ESPN Plus? You got to tell me the fucking how to play? Yep, just like ESPN yeah. Plus does. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> Come on, man, that's UFC. Our cards are on ESPN 2 for classic. Yeah. World Series of Poker. So Daisy is playing these the this poker thing, and she's just like betting everything for no reason. I don't understand that. She's like, here, all in. Okay, I'll bet my store too. Here you go. Why not? Fuck it. That was a kind of yeah, a weird choice, I thought. Fucking weird and pretty dumb. Why, like, why would you fucking do that? So it was a, a last man standing tournament where the game wasn't over until there was just one man, one person, win, one winner left. Or if there were two people left, like Daisy and that guy, I think his name was like Mr. Winters, they could both just agree to like call it a game and just walk away with whatever they had won so far. Mr. Winters insisted on playing against her because he wanted the best competition he could get. And for whatever reason, Daisy plays one hand, gets close, but loses it. And then she gets a pair of aces and she gets super cocky and she goes all in. And uh, he's like, all right, I'll go all in as well so we can end this game now since you wanted to call it a night. But you have to bet your store. And for whatever like insanely dumb reason, she's just like, yeah, okay, cool, we'll do that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Not? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then it turned out that that guy was the uh, train owner who was uh, sent his men to hire her in the first place. I assumed that's who it was going to yeah. turn out to be because money was not an object so, for him. Right, yeah. So he was just using that store as leverage to get her to try to rob this train. Smart. Yeah. So this book is called The Last Train. But the train is not actually shown until the very end of the second issue. So I think that they could have introduced the train a little bit earlier. And that would have been, that would have been nice. Went two full issues without seeing a train. But they talked of trains throughout. They did, but this I would like to see the train. train job is what it is. Yeah. You got to build up to it, you know? I'd, lo- I'd love to get a train job. That would be great. As a conductor? Yeah, or of, of as anything, I guess. Even robbing the train, that would still be fun. They also, I think this might have been in the second issue, but uh, did you see the part where Daisy is playing another card game with the sheriff? No. There's like two different card games that they're playing and two different card games that they explain the rules to. Oh, really? <laughs> they didn't do it in the wiki how fashion. In this one, they did it much more efficiently with like the character saying, okay, it's simple, this is how you play you know, you, uh, you, you both draw a card, the higher one gets to ask a question to the, to the other person, and you have to answer truthfully. So it's kind of like just truth or dare without the dare. And uh, you draw the high card to get to ask a question. So that's kind of how they explain the background of the characters and everything. That's kind of where you find out that Daisy and the, and the sheriff, uh, whose name, name is, is Tom, 
Oh, Tom. Tom. Oh, okay. And uh, th- that they were married and stuff and divorced. And Well, like, very early on in the first issue, uh, I think it's right before Daisy goes to the card game, it does show her looking at a picture of, like, the two of them in front of a house, like, all lovingly. Right. And she, like, turns yeah. it over, like, in disgust or anger. It implied that they at least had some sort of relationship. I didn't know it was a marriage, though. Right, sure. So, there, there was that, and then you get on the train, and uh, there's a whole thing with Daisy trying to rob the train and everything, um, which is fun. Tom ends up on the same train, too, just uh, going on vacation or whatever he says. Did you see the robot, guy, or the guy with the robot arm who has skin that looks like the thing? Did you see that guy? I didn't know. Okay, it's like so. the dude on the train. It's like the dude on the train. I think he was smoking a cigarette in one of the issues, and then he uh, was shooting at her and trying to fuck with her in the next issue. My only know is that guy was cool. He looked like the thing a little bit in the cowboy outfit with a robot arm, <laughs> so that's pretty fun. But as we all know, Colossus could beat up the thing. Well, we'll, we'll have to find out when uh, the thing and Colossus get introduced into Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I don't think we'll find out then, because they're not going to be battling each other. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then it kind of like, it ends with a a big showdown between the uh, Mr. Winters and Daisy. And Mr. Winters is in this big like mech suit uh, with all these guns and stuff like shooting at her. Tom ends up getting shot in that. And then by the end, he he didn't die, but he's he's, uh, in a wheelchair. That's basically how it goes. Like Daisy kills the guy. I mean, that's pretty much the end of it, and I guess that's I, I, that might be the end of Daisy Cutter, too. I don't know if she had any follow-ups or anything. Oh, man. It was a really awesome book. Like, I, I wish there were more. I would very much like to continue reading this stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, too. The setting was cool. It had a train, which was a big plus. Yeah, always a huge plus. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked it. And yeah, this is the only Daisy Cutter thing. Yeah, I can't find... I don't see anything else. Bummer. Yeah, big bummer. Shit. Uh, do you have anything else? I liked Tom's scarf, which uh, Daisy was making fun of at the poker night. Yeah. Kind of a dick move by her. Right, yeah, it is. It was, it was a gift that he got from his, like, uh, deputy or something. Right. Well, it's I mean... Scarf. Yeah, I guess it is. Oh, yeah, also at the end... Um, Daisy ends up being the sheriff. She's at a card game monitoring just like Tom was. And uh, then she ends up playing cards. So I think she has a gambling addiction too. So there's, there's that oh, as man. well. Cause, yeah, because it comes full circle. Because Tom asked yeah. her to co-sheriff the event with her, him. Exactly. That night, and she was like, no way. Why don't you just play with me instead? He's like, I can't. I'm the sheriff. I have to watch it. So she's breaking the rule. <laughs> Shit. She is, yeah, yeah. That Daisy Cutter, I swear. She makes her own troubles. Yeah, exactly. All right, so do you want to hear a couple of reviews about this book? Only if they're positive ones. Yeah, there's a few positive ones. Okay. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! This one, I'm not sure how to take this one. I'm just going to read you this one, and we'll see if we can figure it out. But this is five stars. The title is Very Disappointed. So, Wait, what? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I know. I'm very confused about this. The review goes, Amulet was great. Checked out his others without checking too closely. This is not for children. The swearing alone makes it unpalatable. 
So I'm not sure what amulet is, but I guess he doesn't like the swearing in this book. So, but it just doesn't make sense to uh, give it five stars. The more too. stars you give it is the worst. You is that how he rates things in normal day to day life? Yeah, maybe. Like that's kind of five star weird. disappointment. Yeah, that's how that's how <laughs> much disappointment it brought me. Five stars worth. Yeah, that one was weird. That's but, a uh, here's another one. System. All right, and then another one is five stars. Fantastic art. So they agreed with that. Kazoo is one of the best comic artists out there. I love how he creates the environment in the frames, his lines, and his storytelling. I love his copper, and I loved this. So I, I don't know what that is, a copper. It's capitalized, so is that a name? It's a previous book he's worked on, I'm assuming. Okay. That would make the most uh, sense. It's just weird that he says, I loved his copper. No. And I loved this. That, that uh, totally know. makes sense. If that's the name of a book, I loved his copper. I loved his X Men run. I loved his. I would just say Superman. like. I would just I loved say his six gun. Like, that makes sense. Eh. All right. I'm crossing my fingers for more comics from him. Is the end of it there? Like if if he is the creator and writer and artist on Copper, it wouldn't make sense to say I loved his work on Copper. Because all yeah. of it is his work. It's not like he had a run from like issues one through eight and then someone else took over for him. If he did the entire series of Copper, then that makes absolute sense. It's just say, I love his Copper. Uh, I don't know. I would have said I, I loved his work on Copper. I wouldn't say that if he did it the entire time. Like I would never say I love well, Colin Bunn's work on the Six Gun. I would just say I loved his Six Gun. Because he did it the entire I would just say I loved series. the Six Gun. Yeah, Why I would, would you put the his probably. in there? Yeah, so I, was, like, I think you, we would just take out the his. I'm 100% fine with that way of saying it. that dude is, your Nazism doesn't work on this one here. Yeah, I'm not fine with it. Put him in the gas chamber. Jesus. <laughs> Grammar Hitler, Donnie's dude. Auschwitz here. <laughs> Fucking A. All right. Donnie Goebbels. I have one more review dude, here, dude, so let's, let's move wait, on. <laughs> wait, change your Twitter last name to Goebbels, please. <laughs> Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. not? Change my Twitter last name to Hitler, too. Mm. <laughs> Might not get away with that one. Yeah, this may need to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Last review I have is three stars, and the title is Pretty Good, but... Uh-oh, that book got me. I thought it was just going to be pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, but dot, dot, dot. Shit. I think this is a very good book, but I don't know. <laughs> I just do not agree with the five out of five positive reviews. I think, A, it's too short, B, I didn't get attached to the characters, and C, kind of something missing. I just won't remember this one in a year. And then it's a Solonin on the other hand is in parentheses, so I don't really... I guess that's another book. Lately, I bought Preacher, Why, The Last Man, Full Metal Alchemist, Batman, The Killing Joke, The Dark Knight Returns, Moss, The Goon, Fell, Desolation Jones, I Kill Giants. And all of these are much more memorable and interesting than Daisy Cutter. Though, again, all caps, I think if this was a longer series and had taken time 
to build a bond between me and the Daisy and other characters. Me and the Daisy, so also the grammar mistake there. Uh, it would have been completely different. I like this universe of daisies. And then that's the end of it. I like that last sentence as closer. So there you have it, I guess. What do you think? Were you attached to the characters? I was. A universe of daisies. Did you? Yeah, you liked you liked the daisies universe, right? Big fan of like robot companion cowboys. Yeah, robot racism. Yeah, muties. (laughs) Right. And uh, also, oh, did you think something was missing? Oh yeah, you you had two issues missing, so I guess yeah, you'd probably I mean, agree to be with fair, that. I would say, <laughs> yeah. in my experience, yes, there was quite a bit missing. Yeah, half of it was missing. Yeah. All right. So that's it then. So that's Daisy Cutter. I did that review last because they mentioned Preacher, <laughs> which uh, we watched the first two. Did you watch two episodes or one episode? Yeah, I watched them both. All right. Nice. Good. So we watched two episodes of Preacher Season 4 for our next segment. Fuck! These comic book shows! Alright. Fuck yeah. So, right away, my first question. Okay. You watched Season 3, right? You're completely up to oh, date God on this? Oh, goddammit. Okay. Uh, I did, but it wasn't that memorable. But what, what's your question? So, in the opening credits, they list Tyson Ritter. And they show him, he's like in an all-white robe. He looks like oh, maybe he's an Jesus. angel character? I think that's Jesus, right? Does he look kind of retarded? Okay, because he's okay. the lead singer yeah. of the, uh, I don't know if you remember, like the pop-punk band from like the early 2000s, the All-American Rejects. He's their lead singer and guitarist. And like he, he acted on that uh, Amazon Prime show that only lasted one season that I love called Betas. It was kind of like Silicon Valley oh. a couple of years before Silicon Valley, and it just wasn't nearly as well-written or hilarious as Silicon Valley. But okay. he, he was a character on that show, and that was like his first action gig. And then uh, okay. he's in this. I see. He's listed in this now. I, I didn't see him in either of these episodes we watched. But Yeah, he's like a he inbred plays. descendant of Jesus, is what it is. <laughs> Sweet. So oh, um, Wait, so wait, he is in the episode, because there's like the pit of all the like... Yeah. Guys that look yeah. alike. Oh, okay. Exactly. So that's all he is. They're trying is to a, find the... a challenged Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> it makes it's it makes it makes that's everyone awesome. very uncomfortable. It makes all the viewers very uncomfortable to Why? watch this guy do like just act like a retard a, a retard. <laughs> uh it's it's um no, just cuz he he'll like uh he'll just like he the was, way he, he talks like he is had unsettling like a, and he found like a giant like uh i think it was like a neon light fixture and he picks it up off the ground and pretends it's a giant dick and he starts like dry humping the air with it and then they just shoot <laughs> yeah the head. yeah it was fucking awesome right that was him yeah that's him <laughs> okay <laughs> that's my favorite character i've decided okay okay and like they're they're looking for the original one i guess i guess there's an original one where uh they're like, here, go tap dance. And it, I guess that's supposed to be a Jesus tap dancing Christ, which I, I kind of like that <laughs> joke. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So there's that guy. We also get into Cassidy, who's been captured by this uh, the religious organization, and they're, they're taking him to torture class. 
And so he has to get his, you know, because he's a vampire, his, his uh, limbs grow back. Um, so he has to, like, cut his dick off. Or, or the torture guy is, like, just cutting his dick off, like, over and over again. Yeah, Which, he started, uh, he started like, Damn. circumcising him. And then, like, he just continues to skin his penis, like, in yeah every well, day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, his dick will grow back. He just does it again. Jesus Christ. So that's a good torture class. They said that because this was advanced torture class, not beginner torture class. So I do agree that this is truly advanced torture class. Like that was that was some uh, that's some serious shit going on. Why is he so terrified to like go outside? Like he'll burn. He burns up in the sunlight. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Everyone knows that. But Jesse asked him if like that's still a thing for him. And he was like, no, no, I'm fine. Like, he wouldn't take Jesse's coat to, like, protect himself, and instead he just keeps himself in the building yeah. to continue getting tortured. What the fuck was that trash? Is he going through Stockholm Syndrome? How long has he been captured for? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how long it's been. I'm, I don't know what the time gap is between, like, these seasons. Yeah, I really don't know why he's so pissed. Like, I, can't, I can't remember anything that was that horrible. Like, he's, he does want to bang... Tulip, and that's so, that's kind of like I think that's the main problem. But I don't yeah, know she what said, she smaller said things were the fuck yet. Ones. But like in the book, when Jesse gets when they think Jesse's dead because he's in that uh, desert wasteland area, and they all thought he died, they start fucking, and yeah. that's when she, he gets her hooked on like heroin again or whatever it was. So none of that yeah. happened in this. Not yet, no. Because it looked I think like that's Jesse about to happen. In the desert, like the yeah. very beginning, he like fell in like the Australian outback somewhere. Did they think he was well, yeah, that was for a while? No, that was a flash forward, and then they went back in time. So that's what's going to happen after the event. So like that cold open was a uh, takes place in the future. We haven't gotten there yet in the in the rest of the story. So we're getting there. Oh, I thought it said a few months earlier or something. A few months earlier was the everything else. So oh. that that first scene was a few months later. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on with that. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure why he's being such a like a huge asshole about escaping. Like it doesn't really make sense to me. Like even if you are like mad at him, who the fuck cares? Did they ever have the two hitmen characters from like New York? Yes. They did? They they were in the show, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I can't remember what happened to him though. Like he's I don't know. I I can't believe the show is still on the air to be honest like i watch it it's not that memorable oh really okay what's what's up with the killer of saints where's what's he doing i think he he was hanging out with ass face no he wasn't but he was hanging out with ass face or something oh so Uh, i think they were walking around or no he did make an appearance with ass face they went to the uh what fuck the plantation that uh jesse's family lived at and they're like oh he's not here let's keep walking so yeah he did make a quick appearance uh, but that was it. And with so Assface, yeah. Hitler got Assface out of hell, and Hitler now runs hell? Is that what was going on in that little part? Because, like, there was, like, a singing choir. Was that in hell, or was that in the regular world? I think it was in the regular world. Oh. Yeah, that was in the regular... That was the people who worked for the religious organization. They just have, like, some weird bar, and then, like, there was a bar fight, and they start singing, and then everyone joins in. I don't know why. That was, a, that was a strange scene. Hmm. But yeah, hopefully we see more Saint of Killers. I love the Saint of Killers. And we haven't actually seen Hitler in these two episodes yet, but he he's in the credits. He's like, credits yeah. now, so he got he is, upgraded. Yeah. yeah. But he hasn't, he hasn't done anything yet. 
And God is a regular on the season credits now, too. Yeah, apparently he is. The actually speaking of God, that the beginning of the second episode was like that I, I laughed out loud about that. What did you think of that part? God in the beginning of creation with the dinosaur. So a dinosaur eats a pile of shit <laughs> after God tells yeah. him not to. Kind of like a puppy would. It's like, don't eat don't and eat that, that shit. He's so just like giving him the eye. God gets like, so pissed <laughs> off and spiteful. That that's what creates the uh <laughs> Oh, what the fuck yeah, was the, uh, Meteor shower, the, whatever the fuck it was that wiped out the dinosaurs. Yeah, killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, I like I like how like the dinosaur realizes the meteors come in, so he just starts eating the shit he faster. To eat so shit. It's yeah. Like it's like, oh I gotta I better hurry. I better, I gotta finish the shit. <laughs> no time to savor it. <laughs> yeah. God's like, oh dinosaur, look, a double rainbow and <laughs> dinosaur just like <laughs> eating shit. It's like, don't eat that. Uh, that that was my favorite part of the because it was just like like so shittily animated and I, I really enjoyed that. It looks like a shitty YouTube video. Yeah, that part was uh, awesome. I, I yeah, I laughed at that. That was funny. <laughs> I like when Tulip was fighting the uh, the religious lady on the the I guess mountain or whatever or on on the side of the cliff, and when she gets the old lady, she throws her off the cliff. And just the the fucking lady just has a wingsuit. That that part looked yeah. fucking terrible in a very bad way. That was awesome. I like the terribleness of the god thing, but like I, I was like, ugh, that that was really bad CGI and what the fuck? It's a wingsuit thing. What else? Someone someone said make them suffer in uh in this <laughs> I, I forget who Corpse said Spider? it. But I just wrote make them yeah. <laughs> I just wrote make them suffer because it reminded me of Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I love when uh, Jesse first showed up at the uh, big base where they have Cassidy being held, and yeah. he walks in and he's talking with her star, and he's got a uh, blind deaf or no, not blind, but a uh, a yeah, deaf mute deaf woman to like yeah. just sign for him, so they can't listen to Jesse in case he uses the voice. He's like, "Oh, come on, don't be yeah. like that." I, I even brought your present. He brought him a hat, and his offer yeah. was like, "Hey." Take your take your earbuds off. Listen to me. I'll give you the word, and you can wear hats again. Cover up that penis <laughs> on your head. Like I don't understand yeah. why the fuck he wouldn't jump at that chance. I would give anything to be able to only wear hats all the time. It'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. You would you would take the risk, wouldn't you? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, that that's your hell. Someone telling you, oh, no hats. Yeah, that would be the penis carved in shape on my bald head <laughs> oh um there's another scene with uh jesse walking through the desert with uh some kid and the dog and like the oh, kid yeah. is like drifting oh. him about like oh my dog is dead i need help uh and then like tries to rob him jesse like tells him like with the word drop the gun and the gun falls down and, like shoots the dog it's like oh god damn that sucks <laughs> and uh, then the yeah, grift was real sucked. but then why the <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck did jesse give him like all his money, his wallet, and his fucking boots. He's like, oh, I need yeah, I would have kept boots. the boots. He what keeps the fuck? walking just without the boots. He gives them up with, for no reason. Like, fuck that kid. You tell him not to mess with you. Jesse is Jesus walking through the desert, though. I think so. That's that's what's going on. It's the Jesus imagery of uh, no shoes, I guess. Just wearing socks. I I would have kept the boots too. It's like this kid is like trying to rob you. Is like, I guess the kid's fault, but. 
I get that he felt bad that he killed the dog and like he gives the money, you know. He doesn't really need the money, he could just use the word. Yeah, but I mean you need comfort for walking. Yeah, the shoes is I, I agree about the shoes, you should have kept those. What else? Then there was another scene with the again with the religious people. What is the name of their organization? The are they the Holy Grail or something? Can't remember their name. Maybe. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. First but anyway, team. there was a scene. Yeah, yeah. But there was a they were having a meeting and some guy was talking shit and uh her star is just like, All right, get in the box, here's a grenade and just like <laughs> makes the dude like blow himself up. It's like, God damn, what the fuck? Just for like questioning well, him. The dude's last words are clear my search history, which is a uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I have no idea how the fuck that guy like blew himself up that quickly after that because he's like they give him a they take a pin out of a grenade and they hand it to him as they uh nail him into this coffin yeah and so he's as long as you keep your finger over the grenade you should be fine he's like oh i really have to piss but that shouldn't affect you at all when you're just laying down flat on your back like he should he blew himself up like two seconds later like he should have lasted at least a day and a half or so but he, hold on, they they pulled the pin though. Is that how that works? You can just cover the you, you pinhole. Keep your, you keep your finger on the pressure point. The second you let it go, that's when it blows up. I think. Really? Oh, okay. I thought you just like pulled a pin and there's a timer. I guess I don't know how grenades work. No, I don't. I don't think they're time release. I think it's all the pressure point on the pin, as long or on the uh, what, what's the name of that thing? Like the the pin. The pin yeah. is the part you pull, but there's the. Th- yeah, thing. It's like a a button that you're like holding in trigger. Like a, it's like a trigger. As long as you keep your really? pressure on that and you don't release it, it's not going to blow up. It blows up once your pressure is off of that. That's why when you take your but, hand off of it, you throw them when you're using them correctly. But then it takes a couple seconds for it to explode, doesn't it? Like yeah, after you throw it's it, it's not an instant thing. It'll give you a couple seconds yeah. to throw. But I mean, like, this dude immediately just blows himself up when he gets, like, drilled in there. Like, he should have been able oh. to, like, hold his finger on there and keep it there for, like, a day and a half or unless he fell asleep. Like, there's no reason well, he should yeah. have just blown up instantly like that. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I mean, do you really want to stay in a box for a day and a half? Yeah, you can listen to the rest of the conversation at least. Hear what's going oh, on. Oh, okay, I guess that's... all your old friends. I guess that's true. Yeah. All right, and just after that, you can release it. I don't know. Staying in a box doesn't look fun. You're going to die anyway. I, don't, I guess fuck it at that point. All right, so I guess that's all the notes I had for Preacher. What, what about you? Anything else? So when her star, when they were having that meeting and he said that he's like the new leader or high commander or whatever the fuck he, the title they were calling it, um, yeah. Were they talking about having a child in that base as well? Like the child version of Genesis? Wasn't that something from the books? I, I don't recall anything about a child, no. I think they were just talking about the uh, Jesus descendant. Oh, that's who they were talking about as a child. Okay. I think that makes so, sense. yeah. Yeah. Do we ever see the two like angels from the books? Are they ever on this? Yeah. Yeah, you asked me that already. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no i think i asked you earlier if we saw them in this episode or anything oh wait no i didn't oh no oh. i just meant no they weren't in the episode you, you watched but they the are on the show yeah they've been in the show okay. uh, i think they're yeah their thing is like they keep dying and coming yeah, back they keep like, coming back kill, yeah, yeah they just like and just you have a pile of the different bodies this is a weird show this this uh i i like the idea of turning preacher into a series when they first announced it, and now it's just like seeing it in ex- execution. It's like, okay, this is a little too goofy for uh, TV, I guess. I don't know. It's, there's something something off about it. I think the lady that plays Tulip, that Ruth Mega, yeah, I think she would be an awesome like addition if they do like an actual X Men movie at some point in time. She'd be awesome yeah. as like Rogue, I think. Yeah, she could do that. Because after seeing that kinda, little like, kind of has the accent of fighting. Scenario she did with uh, the her stars number two on top of the mountain. It's like, oh man, yeah. she would look tough as like a fighter. She should be sure. Rogue. I could see that. Yeah, put her in the X Men reboot. Yeah, Do it. Let her be Wolverine. Yeah, there you go. Um, so are you going to continue watching this season? No. All right. I think I probably will. I guess I've made it this far, and if it's the last one, why not? Yeah, you've invested way too much time into it. I have not, so I think I'm good. Yeah. Speaking of the end of series, though, uh, Legion is ending this week, or ended this week, so I gotta finish that up. But uh, seeing Rafi, dude, seeing Rafi in Legion, I think it's worth catching up. Rafi was awesome in Legion. Is he an actual character, or was he just like a made-up guy? In his mind. Uh, uh, I don't know. So oh. it doesn't matter. It's Legion. <laughs> Cause he was, he was hanging out with the, uh, the astral plane dude. And, um, it's, it's hard to tell. So uh, that's, that's a gray area, but he was the big bad wolf, a, per, a personification of the big bad wolf. So that's, <laughs> that's what he was doing. So it, it's pretty I awesome. I hope he, he played it as Rafi then. Not as he did. Yeah, he, he most certainly did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He absolutely did play it as Rafi. Like you could just have Rafi in there and just call him Rafi. It was great. So I recommend that. Nice. All right. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about today? I picked up this game called Sega Genesis Classics, and it's Whoa, like fifty okay. different old. Sega Genesis games just um for the PlayStation 4. It's got awesome. It's got both the okay. Toe Jam and Neurals. It's got a couple of the Sonics, all the Golden Axes, Shinobi. Lots of cool oh, shit nice. on there. Yeah, so. Yeah. I've been playing that a lot. Lots of Shinobi and Toe Jam and Neural. Hell yeah. I've been playing uh, Mario Tennis Aces because Fuck, there's I lo- a. I used to love that game on the 64. Me too. Yeah, it was really fun on the 64. I, I, there's a. I don't like it as much now, but um, what Nintendo did was they put out this game. Uh, you can just play it for free for a week. Whoa. So that's what I'm doing because I haven't actually bought it. So I've just been playing the story mode. Yeah, the, yeah, it's really cool. I, I don't think I'll buy it, but I I enjoy playing it for free for a couple of days. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I hope they do that more often. I, I do really like that. Like just those uh, games that I don't know if I really want to buy. They have a Kirby game as well. I don't think I, I don't think that game looks like it's worth sixty dollars, but uh, I would play it for free. Yeah, man, Kirby is fucking awesome. 
Yeah, I like Kirby, but not for $60 for a game. No, I mean, as like a free trial, Kirby's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Also, uh, I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters because it was uh, 70% off on the Switch shop. So I've been waiting for that game to go on sale. Uh, so it finally had a huge discount, so I just bought it, which is cool if you like uh, Dragon Ball Z, it's like pretty I awesome. I think I played that one. Zade. It's very similar to the. Uh, it's basically just like an updated version of that last one, isn't it? Uh, which last Z- one? Uh, I don't know. It was the one before Xenoverse or something? Oh no, it's totally different from Xenoverse. It's like a two D fighter, so it's more like um, Street Fighter type deal. Or uh, what was the other one? Guilty Gear, I think, is the same company who made that. So it's basically like that. But it's cool though, like all the all the special moves are like just ripped straight out of the show, so it it, it looks really awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I've been, I've enjoyed that game. I could recommend that too. Sweet. Hell yeah. So if you have nothing else, what do you want to do next week? I know. Do you have any shows lined up? Oh shit! Yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I totally forgot about getting a show. I, I'm like running out of ideas for shows. Is there anything? Um, do you have any ideas for that? Did we ever try? Just go with like one of those shitty CW ones, uh, like oh. Flash or Arrow or Supergirl. Did we ever try any of those? No. I know we did the Black Lightning one, but yeah. Or or let's just watch the Smallville episode where uh, Aquaman is in it because that's that Castle <laughs> who played him on that show. So let's just find okay. that specific episode and watch that. Okay. I could do that. I'll find I'll find what episode number it is and send it to you. Alright, sounds good. Alright, we'll we'll just do that. Yeah, I was thinking maybe with uh we're kinda of running out of shows, so maybe we can just make this segment uh not a weekly thing and just like sort of bring it up when it comes up. What do you think about that? I mean, we're not running out of shows. Because we could always I'm circle back of... to any of these shows that have been on for like five <laughs> seasons and pick random yeah, episodes. I guess we could circle back to Riverdale. all the shitty ones that we don't want to watch that we've never bothered to check out before. So we yeah, have absolutely that's true. no way coming close to running out of shows to watch. Running out of patience then to watch them, I guess, is, what I, is my problem. Well, how much longer do you have until The Walking Dead returns? <laughs> couple couple weeks i think i think it's next month didn't you say like the fear of the walking dead was just on like a a break or something yeah fear the walking dead actually came back uh this week but i haven't watched it yet did you not do your walking dead update one then the walking dead update is for the walking dead proper i don't think people care as much about fear the walking Walking dead is the only proper walking dead in my eye (laughs) now that i know gary dillahunt's on it yeah the walking dead comes back october 7th so I guess there's still a so you just need a we just need to fill in like thirty more weeks until October. Yeah. Yeah. That won't be a problem. <laughs> All right. All right, anyway, so I guess we'll do Smallville, uh whatever the Aquaman episode is for next week. Uh what books do you want to read next week? I'm picking the Powerpuff Girls comic book by DC. Whoa. Um I'm trying to see if there's any him issues, because if there are, I'm specifically picking that one. So hang on a second. Okay. 
Damn, dude. I didn't know they made a Powerpuff Girls comic. So, yeah, I'm looking at the listings for it on the website here. They're all listed as 2019, but there's like 80-some issues on this. So, yeah, it's been going on for a while. Or 69 issues. The last one updated Damn. was uh, July 9th. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's been going on for a while, I guess. 69, nice. So I think these might just be individual issues and not paperback uh, collections. So I guess we'll just read issues one through five if this is actually going to have him in it. Okay. Him is, him is so, like the sort of gay devil character. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, know one. I love is. that guy. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So Powerpuff Girls comic. All right. So I will. I will. Go through all these and find ones with him, and then I'll just text you those numbers. All right. You Put it in the, the description. description. Yeah. All right. We'll do it that way then. Because I'm not going to continue going through them all right now. Because it's taking a yeah. while. I haven't found one yet. Let's, let's move on here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in A Train Called Love. God yeah. damn it. All right. <laughs> all right. So join us this next one, week on Talking Tracks. So, this one is uh this one is by Garth Enos too. So oh, fuck. speaking of preacher. He even yeah. got into the yeah. train game. Holy shit, yeah, you know he's it's in the train be a good game. one. Oh, so I'm just gonna read the uh the very first sentence in this is uh Valerie's getting dirty phone calls, but when she goes to take revenge, she meets Miles, the man of her dreams. So that's like the first sentence. So I like that she's getting dirty phone calls, so I think this is gonna be an edgy book. This should be pretty good. Also, there's like ten issues, but I, I I'll say just one through five as well. So let's let's go for that. Alright, so it's called A Train Called Love, one through five, Powerpuff Girls, whatever with him. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so <laughs> join us next week on Talking Tracks. I'm on the internet, as we've said before, at Deuce to the God, everywhere on the internet. Type that in, you'll find yep. me. Yeah, because of your narcissistic personality disorder. I'm a seventh psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Follow me on the internet at uh, Donnie Ohm. And follow Donnie us Gerbils. on the internet at Donnie Gerbils. Yeah, exactly. Follow us on the internet at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. Uh, soundcloud.com slash daniel burbank for music such as the music you are hearing now and that is it so we'll see you guys next week bye Last week, I, I mentioned that uh, podcast reviewing thing, possibly. So I think we should use this time to do a test run of that because I fucking hate listening to that goddamn Batwoman podcast. And uh, I have a, I just pulled a couple clips from that to uh, talk about. So what do you think? Do you want to try that out? So did you say it was the TV show or was it just about the comic? It's about the TV show. So that and, show uh, is on now? So... No, I it's not it on. It's uh, like the fall. Yeah, the, it, these these three women are talking about uh, the three minute trailer that came out. Oh God, they did an entire for an hour and eleven minutes. 
an hour and 11 minutes about this three minute trailer. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. Um, so yeah, I was just going to, yeah, let's, let's play a few clips here. I'm going to introduce, or, uh, I want to help this show out because this show has a lot of fucking problems and, uh, we're going to, we're going to go over that and we're going to help them make a better podcast. This is on the DC TV podcast network, which, uh, I'm pretty sure is not run by DC. I think I was wrong about that, but it was the first thing that came up when I typed in DC comics podcasts. Because I was looking for ones that were released by the actual company, but uh, I was mistaken in thinking that uh, this network was owned by DC. It's most definitely not. I don't think they would put out... DC puts out some pretty shitty shows and movies, but I, I don't think they would allow such a poorly produced podcast to come out. So oh, let's let's have you. a listen. This, <laughs> Yeah, I know. This is the uh, intro, which uh, has really awesome music. And then gets into the shitty quality podcast. So I'm just going to play that for you. You're getting their intro music, though. Yeah, pretty good, right? Welcome to a very special oh, episode of the Batwoman podcast. Uh, we are here to talk about the first official trailer that has dropped. It is three minutes of awesomeness about our show. Um, I am, of course, your host, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with Jess Plinnies and Mimi. I don't remember what my last name is for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mimi's fine. That's okay. That's all we need. Okay. So that's the intro to this show. So let me go over their setup real quick. So they have the main woman there who is on the mic doing things semi-properly. You can hear the room quite a bit. I'm, I'm guessing they have a Blue Yeti mic placed on the table and she just happens to be closest to it. There's the other girl, Jess, who is uh, sitting way off mic in the same room, I'm pretty sure, because they mentioned that she can see her computer screen and stuff. And then and there then is somebody who is... Mimi. <laughs> yeah, that bitch Mimi is just on the on speakerphone on the table. So I was going to bring this in because we, we were supposed to do an episode with uh, you you and me and Ralph. So I was going to use this as a way to passive aggressively get you guys to record better when <laughs> we're in that situation. So uh, yeah, I know exactly what that sounds like because that's the setup we have and I have to cut it out and replace it with my own audio uh, when I edit the regular episodes. That's <laughs> so on that's you one of the reasons I there, put that in. You can't put that well, on Well, yeah, I guess I. so. Well, yeah, but I think Mimi is the uh, the most... She's the, she's the one who sucks the least. Like she she seems to have like opinions about things that uh, are meaningful, I guess. Whereas the the main host just talks about what happens in great detail in a three-minute trailer. And the other one just makes like terrible jokes. So that's kind of the dynamic that they have in this podcast. Wait, which one, what's the name of the uh, j- jokester? Jess. She's my favorite. Oh, really? Okay. Well, let's see what we got about her. Oh, yeah. I think this is Jess here. So let's... Jess is unprepared, too. So let's let's hear this. I haven't even opened the Google Doc. They're, they're leading me on too early. Um, so I watched the trailer approximately 10 minutes ago while waiting for my Uber Eats delivery. Um, <laughs> plug Uber Eats. Please give me a sponsorship. <laughs> okay, Jess. DC, DC knockoff TV show podcast to give us a sponsorship. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like put put me on. I I want to help this network. You guys talk to me about this. I will I will consult I mean, with you about fixing this talk fucking about podcast. How DC puts out shitty movies and TV shows, in your opinion? So you yeah. clearly just shot yourself in the foot on any hopes and dreams of that happening, man. Like I said, this podcast network is not owned by DC, and I could I I will 
I will help you in a production manner. I, I don't want to be on the show. I want to help you with the production. So this, that's my thing. Like I, so I'll say some stuff now. I, I mean this constructively. So I will help you out. All right. Here's another thing that they found out recently, apparently, since their last episode. We did discover after our last episode that we were allowed to say ass on the air. So, hooray. They're allowed to say <laughs> ass on the air. Awesome. Hooray. Are, are, we, are we allowed to say ass on the air? I, I'm not sure. Whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. We're not parented by DC yet, so until they sponsor us, we don't have to abide by their guidelines for appropriate speech. Yeah, let's let's quickly go over the words that we can say on this podcast. Cunt. 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 Yeah, what? that's a big one. Fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Stupid cunt. Uh... <laughs> Basically cunt. Yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, also, shit, piss, ass. Twat. <laughs> I, th- I think basically our limit is the, the N-word. <laughs> I think that's basically like where it stops. Like anything up to that, we can say. Whoa, whoa, no. What? I said the F-word, dude. Oh, well, yeah, that's on the same level, though, I think. Any racial slur or homophobic slur we will not use. Any offensive word, we will a thousand percent use 98 <laughs> times an episode just to piss you off. I, I, didn't pull this, I didn't pull this clip, but uh, at one point in this podcast, they say something about like, oh, I could really say something offensive to, uh, to gay people right now, but I'm not going to say it, which uh, I think, <laughs> um, <laughs> which speaking of the F word, they didn't say it, but I, she said something that wasn't that offensive. But they did reference them as even, the gays, which I think that's... Even pointing uh, out that you had that thought is not, like, a great <laughs> idea for this yeah. podcast you're making about a show starring a out lesbian woman playing yeah, a lesbian they talked a lot character. About They're very supportive of that, uh, for the oh. record. They really like the lesbian thing. But I, I don't know what it was she was getting at. Well, what um, offensive thing was she thinking of? Here. I don't know. She didn't say it. So, uh, yeah, tell us. Uh, I think it was Jess. Jess, if you're listening, what what offensive thing is it? I, I like offensive things. She's the clown of the team, right? That's Jess, my favorite. She is the clown. Okay, yeah. And actually, the, the main lady uh, kind of gets irritated with her several times, so I got a clip of that. Kind of like our okay. dynamic. Let's let's try a little bit to stay on topic, okay? That was too Jess. <laughs> like, try to say, like, she says, she says something along those lines a couple times, like, try, just trying to corral her in. That's like our <laughs> dynamic anytime... Uh, Ralph gets annoyed at me going off topic or, or not staying on the subject. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. But they do mention my favorite show. I watched Riverdale. Yeah, she watches Riverdale, so I do like that about that. Fuck yeah. I can't wait to dive more right. into R- Riverdale. Cause we're running oh, wait, I did, I did take something about the gays. I forgot about that. Hold on. Because um, the CW doesn't want to piss off <coughs> the gays. <laughs> I love that cough before, too. She's, like, so nervous about saying it. Because um, the CW doesn't want to piss off <coughs> the gays. <laughs> Don't piss no, off the gays. That's to draw more attention to it, to, like, call CW oh, really? <laughs> the question. Yeah. Like, I always do, I like, a, uh... I'll do a fake cough before I say something super, like, mean or hurtful or offensive to someone. Just to like show how little I care about doing that to them. Like it's like a fake form. N word. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> like that, you know? Sort of like that. Yeah, okay. That's You're a, hiding that's it. I okay, I get it. Yeah. The next thing I want to talk about though is they 
they talk about the there's apparently a dad character in the trailer. I didn't pay that close. I, I did see the trailer a while ago and uh, I didn't pay that close of attention because I don't know shit about Batwoman and uh, don't really care yeah, that much. Batwoman's but, dad um, is like a major character throughout the comic. So yeah, he'll he'll be in there for sure. I'm, I don't remember who plays him. I, I haven't seen that trailer in forever. So um, I'm going to give you one guess to guess um, whether or not Jess has a good relationship with her father. I really hope she does not. Because then I stand a chance with her, I think. I don't have the best relationship with my dad, and I feel like a lot of others don't. So I just felt it was unrealistic that she was like close with her dad. <laughs> For her, it is well, unrealistic well, to be just, close to your dad. You're not a superhero. You were trained <laughs> yeah, by your army general father. I do like that that warped like view of reality. Like mo- I think a, a lot of people have a good relationship with their dad. It's not weird. She seems yeah. to think it's unrealistic. Barbara Keene became Batwoman a superhero because she was so like close to her dad and so well trained by him and like Oh man. Yeah. They're extremely close. That's not weird. <laughs> yeah. She also had another thing she said about the dads. Let's take a listen to that. Although she is like her dad's like, be safe and all that nonsense. And she's like, cool, I'm gonna become Batman. Which I feel like is what like me and my dad. My dad would be like, don't get a tattoo. And I'm like, I have seven. <laughs> I only have God, four yes. now. I mean, yeah, that's pretty valid, <laughs> honestly. Uh, so, yeah, pretty valid point. Yeah, very valid. I think she said her name's Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Valid point. Sure. She, she, th- this Rachel is trying trying hard to keep the show together, too. But, Let's uh, stay on point, Jess. This, this woman come is on. having like a... Yeah, come on. Come on, Jess. Stay this, on topic. This is your... Maybe you should go to therapy for these issues. Our Batwoman sponsored podcast is not the place to air them. <laughs> she also talks about it's not just dads. So let's listen to this one. Um, I don't have a great relationship with any man. So there you go. It's, it's not only dads for her. It's just any men. So I uh, think that means she doesn't have a boyfriend, I guess. So she's single, Dave. So there you go. You can uh, try to fix that problem of hers. I think she's probably older than 18, though. So I don't know if that's really for you. I think this is also just, let me, let me just take a listen to this. As a bi, as someone of the LGBTQ plus community. It's okay. Yeah. She said she's a, that, that was just, she says she's of the LGBTQ plus community. So plus is part of that now. Did you know that? What does plus mean? Fat. Wait, what? I think it means fat, doesn't it? Like plus size. Does that also mean like transgender LGBT? Oh wait, she said T, right? LG. LGBTQ plus, oh. uh, or maybe that means more sexual thing. I don't know. Or I, I think it means plus size. I'm going to, I'll, I'll, there's no, I'm going out on a limb. Flies. What the plus size thing? Yeah. Why? If I were, if I were a member of the gay community and some person who is too lazy to like work out or is slightly overweight and they're like, Oh yeah, I want to be included in your group. Because I feel embarrassed about people making fun of me. I'd be like, oh, fuck yourself. You're not included in this shit. This is our battle. <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah. You tell me, oh, wait, bitch. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that absolutely... It has, to be, it has to be plus, like, as in additional, like, pansexual and, like, everything else. Like, there's no fucking way. It's just plus-sized people. All right. Oh, jeez. Here's some other pluses here so i guess i guess maybe you're right it must be that one i'm just gonna take a look here it's like all the other it's like plus orientations 
Yeah, plus pansexual, plus agender, plus gender queer. Wait, what's the difference between queer and gender queer? I don't know that. Bi gender plus gender variant plus pan gender. What what the, what is the difference between pansexual and pangender? Okay, never mind. So I guess I'm wrong. It wasn't. I thought it. I thought they meant plus size when I heard it because uh, Jess had mentioned before about how she ordered her Uber Eats, and then later she says something like this, which. She has a question, and I, w- I want to see if you can answer it. Um, I don't, did, I don't know. think we read emails. Okay. I'm not sure I know the password I'm to the so email. I'm sorry if you emailed me. I've never once read an email in my life. I just delete them all in fear. They might be telling me that I need to order two pizzas for the price of one. I can't. Where would I put two pizzas, dear listeners? Where would she put two pizzas, Dave? What do you think? I would eat them. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand, That's what I like, think. How she's... there's a question here? I, yeah, I think she knows exactly where she's going to put those two pizzas. I, it's where we all would. We Wait, all would put it there. You're focusing on the wrong part here. Was she saying she's afraid of e- opening email? Yes, she did say that too. That's the other thing I was going to bring up. Because she might get a coupon for a buy one get one pizza. Yeah, like, that sounds awesome. Thing. What the fuck? I never get those coupons in my email. What the fuck kind of email are you getting? Where do I sign you up need, for that? You need to sign up for like Pizza Hut and Domino's spam mail, man. I get offers for like five ninety nine, like medium pizzas, but I don't get one free if I buy one. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal. You should definitely try to get to that. Fuck, yeah. Open and your fucking email. Get your free them. pizza. And whatever I don't eat, I would put in the refrigerator and save for my breakfast for the following two or three days because exactly pizza for breakfast is fucking the best breakfast you can have like what what yeah stupid fucking question is that how do you not know where to put them right exactly fuck you jess i i was pulling for you originally (laughs) but you pissed me off yeah see i i hate listening to the whole thing of this like there's a lot of things that were a problem they do nothing to edit this either and it just was driving me crazy and i couldn't stop listening i guess the microphone's on the table they kept like banging the table so, and like bumping the microphone, there's like all this noise going on, which I didn't pull too many clips of, but I'm sure they'll be in one of these here. But yeah, it's, it's just, I, I want to help. I want to help you guys. I think, I think all the podcasts are probably going to sound just as shitty on this network. Well, so no, fucking not, You were the one me. who was talking about how like rare it is that we actually edit ours and don't do it live like all those other shitty ones we were listening to. So that's true. I mean, we do re- we, we do don't broadcast do live, live we... Friday oh, okay. mornings at midnight, well, yeah. but I mean, everyone knows that. Yeah, there's a I live mean, recording. Yeah, our live studio audience, our live studio audience, I'll tell you. Call in at one eight hundred giraffes no, have black play the audience. Play the audience, quick. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on, I was on our live part. studio audience who are here right now. There you yeah. are. Hey, yeah, there they are. we're talking Whoa. about you guys yeah. right there. All right, yeah. Woo, high five. All right. <laughs> Those people will vouch for us. I'll ask our studio audience, what do you guys think of uh, the Batwoman podcast so far? <laughs> Been sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> is there, at the very end of that drop, is there a you suck that gets yelled at? Oh, let's hear again. So let, let's ask again, guys. Do you, what do you think about this podcast? <laughs> I don't know if there was a you suck. Maybe I didn't not. hear one. It sounded, uh, yeah. maybe not. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, okay. Going back to this podcast, though, uh, the, these these people are not very smart either, because like they talked about these 
bullet points here. Like they, they have a big, I think it's Jess. She has a big problem with bullet points, which uh, are a very simple way of organizing things. So I just want to quickly play a couple clips of that here. So what do we think about Kate and her dad, Jess? Let me see what bullet point we were on. Good thing I have this document. Kate and her dad. I know that. I just don't care about father figures. Yeah, that was before they're uh, going into the father figure thing. But yeah, it's like, oh, what do you think about this bullet point? It's like, well, let me check what bullet point we're on. It's like, she just told you, you idiot. What the fuck? Jess, you need to get your head in the game. She does. She, she talks more about bullet points later. Um, that is Wait, great. I did have a real thought. I had a real thought. A real okay, thought. please, um, go. Are we on bullet point 13 or 14? We are on 13. 13, okay. I had a point about her suit, so I guess I don't have a point yet. Not yet. Um, but um, Batcave looks cool. Do we see the Batcave? These bullet points are too hard for me. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> the Batcave looks cool. Wait, do we see the Batcave? I don't know. <laughs> what? Dude. Dave, yeah, it's it's insane. Like they they are like, you guys have got to come in a little bit more prepared than that. Holy fuck! Jess needs to learn about bullet points. Just Google I'm, it. Google I'm that shit. Her, wait, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the benefit of the doubt and assume she's just baked out of her mind. That's why she ordered Uber Eats right before recording. Oh, maybe. Okay, and maybe it's the other lady. This Rachel lady apparently wrote the bullet points. And at one point, I don't think I pulled this, but at and one she point, she probably emailed they it said, to Jess and Jess doesn't open emails because oh, she's afraid of them. No, it's a Google Doc. They, they mentioned that it's a Google Doc. Oh. <laughs> and they, they did say something about like, oh, she writes so many notes or something about uh, Rachel, the main lady who's on mic. So maybe she's just taking like notes like a fucking serial killer that make no sense. But either way, someone is fucking stupid and someone's fucking up here. So we got to figure out who and try to fix that. Okay, and then just just this, uh, I, I texted this to you because it pissed me off. Uh, they don't know the difference between cow and cow. So let's just yeah. hear that real quick. Yeah, that was awesome. Does she see the bat cow? What cow? The bat cow, <laughs> the cow that's Batman has. I think Bruce Wayne took it with him. Are you sure? I don't know, I guess we'll have to see. It's okay, people. She thinks she's funny. The bat cow is a real thing. I believe you. Okay, look, I just pulled up its Wikipedia article. So there's those noises at the end there. But uh, but yeah, I, I actually, now listening to that, I don't know if you're talking about a cow or a cowl myself. I have no idea what anyone's talking about. What what thing are we, what are we even talking about here? But uh, they, they bring up that bat cow thing way too many times. And I think that's, uh, they just they tried to say cow originally, and then they just say cow. But for for those of you who don't know the difference, a cowl is like the hood that Batman wears, and a cow is a farm animal that produces milk. Well, there is a character in DC called the Bat Cow. Bat uh, Dave, I know C O W Bat Cow, like the animal. I listened to the Batwoman podcast. I know fucking full well that you can google it and find it they tell you to several times no it's a character in the uh last lego game that's how i remember that yeah oh really yeah (laughs) (laughs) jesus all right so i think the last point that i have here is the main lady i'm gonna just play a couple of clips of uh her talking i didn't pull too much because mostly what she says is boring but uh she says um at least like a thousand times in an hour and is just generally not that great at speaking, but let's listen to a couple of clips of her. And then I want you to guess what her job is. 
as we say, she's um, probably trying to undermine public confidence in the security and the mayors, I would say. Uh, what, do we, uh, what do we think about this? All right, so that's the first one. Here's the next one. Um, but it might, I'm guessing it would probably be her public statements. Okay. So what do you think her job is, Dave? I'll give you three guesses. Okay. But um, I'm going to go. She's a television news reporter like Robin Shabatsky. Or no, she is a teacher of some sort. No, that's two. She is a public speaker for a uh, company. Also, uh, also wrong. Here is the answer. I, I also appreciated the wig. Um, as someone that wants to have bright red hair but can't because she's a lawyer. I feel you. So a lawyer. Holy fuck, dude! A lawyer. Can you believe that? Sure. <laughs> dude she she does not speak well for a lawyer if you hire I her mean, as a lawyer i don't think you're gonna do you're not doing very well she's got to be a cheap one i mean seriously the way she's talked on this podcast defender. she could not effectively sum up a three-minute trailer i don't know how she's gonna like sum up a court case and like well, thousands of pages she, of legal documents she summed up a three-minute trailer in an hour and 41 minute podcast or whatever the fuck you see this trash <laughs> went on for an hour and 11 minutes okay so yeah she summed it up all right and then some. Oh, and then a lot some. Jesus Christ. You're going to put the jury uh, to sleep, dude. On God damn. Yeah, maybe it's all Jess's fault. All right. Yeah, but well, that's, that's the last fair, clip I had. Fair, I'm not going to make fun of her for saying um and like those pause words, because I'm sure if we listen back to any episode we've ever done, you'll hear me do, use them like 98% of we... the episode. Oh, no. Okay, so. Unless you cut them all for me. We do it, too. Uh, I And I'm going to cut that, too, because I just did it. But I cut them out. All right. Oh, if I, if, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm sure I've got them in there a lot. To be honest here, we do not do it nearly as much as they do in this podcast. Like we're, we're not even close to that level. But when we do, I will try to cut them out. Unless like it's part of a word or something like but, that. But um, I'll leave it in, whatever. Hey, asshole. <laughs> but uh, the entire time that you were playing those, I did go on the internet and find everything. So I can give you that information now before you go. What information? Uh, so the Powerpuff Girl issues we're going to read, and these are just completely nonsensical. There's no rhyme or reason to them, so just uh, get ready to jot these down. Oh, okay. Fuck. All right. It's number 21, 59, 36, 29, and 61. Oh, my God. And the Smallville episodes are season 5, episode 4. And season six, episode eleven. Pick pick one of those. Which one is better, dude? You need to watch them both. As someone who has never watched Smallville before, you need to see these. All right. Jesus Christ! How am I going to find reviews for this Powerpuff Girls book? I mean, they're individual issues, so I think you'll be. Yeah. All right. Worst case scenario, Goodreads will have like single. Isn't that where you find the individual issue ones? Yeah. 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 All right, all right. It's Powerpuff Girls. I mean, they're all going to be glowing reviews. If there's anything negative, that's true. I'll kill the person in real life. I'll find them. Because it's <laughs> that's the right. Powerpuff Girls. Well, okay. Let's let's go ahead and uh, awesome. wrap this up Commander here. So, and the leader, bubbles provides the joy and the laughter. Buttercup, yes, she's the toughest fighter. Powerpuff save the day. Okay, let's let's try a little bit to stay on topic. Okay.
Fighting crime, trying <laughs> to save the world. Here they come just Stay on topic. Time. The Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff. Dude, I'm right. beyond on topic. You need to focus. ADHD. Yeah, it's all my fault. So, okay, that's the Batwoman podcast. I don't Check recommend it, it but contact, contact me. I want to help. All right? I can help Join you guys. Join us this fall for this our constructive Batwoman criticism. podcast. Yeah, I'm going to start a new one that's going to sound better. The Bat-Cow. C-A-W-L. <laughs> it's like a mask, but only a cooler sounding word for it. That's it for today here. Yeah, so, talking tracks there next you go. week. Bye. Talking tracks. See you guys next week. Bat-Cow. <laughs>